Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Isabella McLeod. Isabella is a domestic violence survivor and author. Welcome to the show, Isabella. Thank you, Gigi. I'm extremely happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Likewise, it's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you tell us more about you and where you are from? I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia in Canada, and just one of the maritime provinces, east coast, I guess. And uh, I'm a former registered nurse of 23 years, and I had various specialties. I worked in the burn unit, plastic surgery, um, also ophthalmology, perioperative nursing, dermatology, uh, and medicine. So I had a lot of specialties under my belt there. And um, so actually I'm a Lyme disease um, survivor, warrior, still kind of suffering with it a bit, um, author of Several books, two fictional, um, in 215, I wrote Metamorphosis, which is semi-fictional, kind of autobiographical, and I'm kind of made it a little fictional just to keep everybody happy. And uh, 219 was a continuation of Nano. And then um, recently in 2020, um, I just released uh, the um, 25 Tools for Happiness, Complete Self-Care Under the Wellness Universe. Sorry, 2021, it was just in February. So, And actually, they just finished launching their brand new book in the series today, actually. So I'm still in touch with, with Anna Pereira, who's the owner of the last book. And currently writing my third or third book of my own um, continuation of the series in a trilogy. So, yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> what inspired you to become a registered nurse? Um, I just, um, I think I had asthma really bad as a child and just kind of spent a lot of time with the medical community. And I always, I uh, was very like a caring person. I always cared about everybody and their feelings and how they felt and always wanted it's a helping profession. So that's kind of why I, I kind of went towards that way. I wasn't quite sure if I wanted to be a dental hygienist, a physiotherapist, but in the end, I kind of went all through the areas, but nursing definitely was my niche. I absolutely arrived in that area and the more challenging the better and I definitely had that over the years so <laughs> absolutely amazing now tell us more about the major challenge that you had to overcome in your life such as domestic violence so I was married for 15 years 22 years together with my ex-husband and we always had a rocky relationship if everything wasn't hunky dory um you know he was very difficult and I did leave for my son was three years old and I ended up his father passed away, so I ended up coming back into the relationship and we kind of just muckled through it. But there was always like abuse going on, like holes in the wall, howling, screaming, you know, furniture being broken, um, really abusive, verbal abuse and emotional abuse all the time. And he brought out the worst of me because I'm kind of a fighter myself. So it wasn't a great environment. And then when I got sick with Lyme disease, um, he was just horrible. So I was just, in the end, still trying to work. And I had two children, and I had a child that was only three at the time, and I was four, a girl, and a boy who was 14. And I really started seeing, especially with my my oldest boy, the, um, it was starting to impact him psychologically. And that was basically between that and becoming sick, that was the last time. In the end, I, I just said, I don't care you know, what occurs to me if I end up dying by myself on an apartment floor, I'm done and I'm going to do it in peace and have my children in peace. So, yeah. And what was the aha moment for you to leave that relationship? The aha moment was, I guess, when I got, I had to travel across to California to get diagnosed with Lyme disease and I came back in heart failure 
I didn't know I had it at the time, and I landed in a marriage with my having to get my heart shocked and my heart pounding out of my chest, and he left me there for the entire day by myself, and um, and to go through the whole thing, and that he said not very nice stuff to me when I was um, going through the whole situation. Um, so that was like, this, you know, I was saying to myself, if I survive coming, getting my heart stopped and restarted, I'm getting out of here and done with you. So, and then, then I got the two weeks later, I got my Lyme results back and he basically was on the same page as me. He's like, okay, well, I think I'm done with you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done with you too. So that was pretty much, he had enough of my, my being sick and all that job. And I definitely had enough that moment where I thought it was going to die and, not and yeah, that was the definite hammer on the head. Like the group, sometimes it's bad when you have to get to that point, and that was one of those ones that like lived in denial and kept putting everything behind me all the time. So, yeah. Absolutely inspiring. Now, tell us more about your book, Metamorphosis. So, yeah, so that was written in 215. Um, it's kind of after my divorce, and I was a single mom working as a nurse, and I just had all this anger um, that was in me, and because my husband actually ended up going and um, uh, leaving me for another woman, which I had no idea at the time. So that's why he was so happy to say goodbye to. Um, so I was really like lived in an affluent lifestyle, lived in a very fancy house and only worked part time and had everything, you know, that anybody could ever want. But I was extremely happy about any of it because it doesn't matter how much money they have if you're not happy in your relationship and or you're not um, healthy. That doesn't mean anything basically so um so with that i decided to write about my experiences and i just kind of never really didn't really know if i was going to ever publish it but i just kind of sat in my car and had coffee um after i had to leave work there my heart started getting really bad after a couple of years and um anyway so i started writing uh, having my tim hortons coffee in mine for two hours a day and in the end i said i think i'm going to publish this and I, I felt really passionate when i was writing it like i the more excited i was about what i was writing the quicker i would type and i i let some people read it and they're like oh my goodness like you can write and i'm like oh really and they're like yeah this is good and i'm like oh okay so then i self-published it so and i'm glad i did because i'm hoping it will help other women who are in difficult situations with maybe their health or domestic abuse or, you know, life-threatening circumstances to keep going because it's, it was not easy. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that was easy because it wasn't. So yeah, that was my main, you know, motivation for metamorphosis. So <laughs> very, very uplifting. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Well, the last book that I wrote was the 25 tools for happiness. So I actually have some great tools that anybody can use. And actually there's 25 other authors that actually did um, the book as well. And everyone was different health practitioners, psychologists, um, um, doctors, nurses, therapists, you know, karate people, there was uh, dietitians, you name it. And everybody kind of went through a difficult time and everybody had different tools. So no matter what your situation might be, maybe someone's tool or story didn't resonate with you, but you have like a whole selection here. But mine was a positive mantras that I said it was a powerful self-talk to overcome adversity. So mine was, I'll just read it. It's a little easier. Never give up no matter what life throws at you, even if it's life-threatening. Um, dig deep inside your soul for strength to get through everything. 
Um, I told myself this every day that I would continue on and never give up no matter what. Um, your illness doesn't define you. You're still the same you. Um, in your whatever, when this illness take hold, takes hold, you can't let it become your all of you and nothing else anymore. You're still a mother. You're still a friend. You're still a nurse. So you have to keep your your gravity and your your self grounded and everything that you do. Um, so I'd look in the mirror and I'd say, I'm still me. My illness doesn't define me. Um, I prayed to my higher power because I'm very spiritual. I was down on my hands and knees. I don't know how many times praying <laughs> to get through everything, the loss of my career and my health and my husband and everything. So that was really, you know, I'd say, dear Lord, give me the strength to get you know, through this day and protect me from all kinds of negative energies and activities. And um, also that have courage to believe that your life's going to improve no matter what. So mine could only rise up to the top because it was down at the bottom. Um, and we're way more than a physical person. We're all spirits in a body. So we're all here for a different experience and to learn, I believe. And that's my personal belief. So I said, my mind and body are strong enough to overcome this illness and to get through what I was going through. And it's only a part of who I am. Um, and be thankful for everything I had. I didn't focus on the negative because I did give a lot up of, of materialistic things. So, um, and I had to move into a, a lot, nice, not nice, very nice house there for a little while. And I didn't really care at the time. I just enjoyed my peace. So I, I always focused on getting better, looking after my children, being a nurse, still and keeping myself going. So, um, and I'm my own person. And if you're in any kind of abusive situation, um, physically, emotionally, uh, mentally, that you have your own identity, um, you have to be, you can't become codependent on somebody to make yourself happy. That's going to be up to you, even if you aren't in a bad situation. So each person has their own individual wants and needs. And I would tell myself when I was going through the hard time of feeling vulnerable that I'm my own person and no one can control my life or my emotions except for me and as well as my happiness. Um, and I love and to love everybody, love all your friends, your family, your children, because um, that's what's important. So those are the those are the main things that I had. So to say, <laughs> I love it. Now, where can the audience find you? Um, I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on the wellnessuniverse.com and I'm also on Facebook and I'm on in Clubhouse and I'm doing um, some self-care, complete self-care um, shows with another wonderful lady who's a health coach too. And um, so, yeah, so if anybody who's ever on Clubhouse and they want to see our, um, our podcast that we do, or not podcast, our room, but we are doing a podcast as well. We're kind of, I'm into everything right now. We're doing podcasts and interviews and Clubhouse rooms and yeah so pretty much all over the place so <laughs> absolutely amazing and ladies and gentlemen make sure to check out isabella at wellnessuniverse.com and all of our social media platforms that includes linkedin and again thank you for being a guest on walk with me podcast isabella thank you so much i really appreciate you having me it's great thank you <laughs>